talking to us. Just so you know, it's, it, I mean, this is voluntary. You're, you're free to leave at any time. Just, um, but I do appreciate you coming down and giving us this time, okay? Okay. Uh, do you know what I want to talk to you about? No. Okay. Um, how long have you, how long did you live with Elvira Segura? Four years and one month, almost exactly. Oh, wow, okay. Um, so when did when did that start? Do you remember? I believe it was the second week of August, 2012. Okay. And uh, how did you come across her? I mean, I knew her for quite a long time. Okay. So how did you where did you know her from? When I was the manager of a bookstore. She used to do business with us because she worked for the city library. Okay. So I knew her there and as a customer. Okay. Which bookstore is this? It, well, it's closed now. It was Hastings. Oh, okay. Okay. So when did you first meet her? What did you say? Around 2001, when I started doing school and municipal accounts, right around there. <clears throat> Didn't know her until uh, better socially until about five years later, maybe. Okay. Okay. Um, what? Why did you live with her? Uh, did you? I don't know if you had a relationship. I would, no, we didn't have. We, we were just friends. Okay. But the reason I lived with her was because I was homeless at the time. Okay. And she thought it would be best if I stayed with her, which I did. And I helped out. I did a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff around the house. live with her until about four weeks ago three weeks four weeks ago four weeks ago so I about, think I, yeah so sounds right what is today but today is October 14th might have been a little bit more it's been more than a month more than a month okay the last time that you actually saw her? It, it was a Tuesday evening, but I can't recall the date. Okay. It's been about a month and a half. It's been more than a month. It's been more than a month. On a Tuesday evening? Yeah.
hazard stuff around the house. Then I would clean the house, and she liked my cooking. I'm a pretty good cook. So I started doing like 95% of the cooking. So it was basically just running the house, you know. And um, let's see, boy, I did a lot of stuff. I installed a brand new oven, installed a dish of, what do you call it, the disposal, sweet disposal. I did all the gardening for more than three years, put in an entire garden. I um, refurbished her flues and stuff on her on her heater, water heater. Oh God, I did a lot of things. I put together a lot of stuff that she was she got addicted to uh, Amazon. She started buying a lot of stuff, so I had to put together everything. Um, pretty much kept the house in pretty good order. And then, oh yeah, take, she, she messed up her knee or something. <clears throat> she was loath to go to the doctor to get things, you know, straightened out. So her knee was kind of bad, so the, the dog had to be walked every day, you know, twice a day. So I did that, took care of the dog. and. You know, just generally keeping up everything. And then the other two toilets were not working in the two baths, in the bathrooms, <clears throat> in the bedroom bathrooms. And uh, took those out. Finally had to call a plumber <laughs> because the roots were growing up through the, through the plumbing. So they came and they tore that out and they covered it up. So I retiled the bathroom floors, both of them after they had, you know, torn everything out. And then I installed two new toilets as well. Mm -hmm. I refurbished, air conditioner hadn't been working for five years. She said it was broken, really wasn't, but she didn't know anything about it. So I refurbished the air conditioning. So for the last two years, she had air conditioning. And just all sorts of little things, just tons of little things. You really fixed up her house, huh? Yeah, well, it wasn't exactly falling apart, but I mean, she, it just wasn't working for her. <clears throat> she she'd had a rough time. She had a rough time for a long time. And then after she retired, she, um, I don't know, she met up with some guy. I don't remember his name. He was Polish. Edward something, I think. Don't remember his last name. Nothing but consonants. But anyway, he um he was bad news for her, I guess, and strange. And then she was drinking a lot at one time and she absolutely could not drink. If she was started drinking, she would just get absolutely enraged at anything. The drop of a hat, she was very touchy about things. And I guess she had problems with her neighbors. The Davin Halls and the Peñas and oh, what's his name, Doctor Fraser next door, I guess. They took out a restraining order against her. <clears throat> I don't know how long that lasted or anything. I think it was still in effect when I moved in there. I'm pretty sure, hmm. but I don't know. I don't recall. But so she was just like livid with her neighbors for doing that to her. She just was kind of hard to get along with them. And it, Carl was making too much noise across the way. She would get up and run over there, and I'd try to stop her. But she would get up and run over there and start yelling at him for making so much noise. And So she wasn't. But she did have one neighbor, Elvira Garcia, down the road, who was a friend of hers. Oh. But she lived down the road. So, But just, you know, friends in passing. Yeah. Because they had lived there for quite a while. But, yeah, so, anyway, this guy caused trouble and finally he had to split because it was just too much hassle. And then Carl called the environmental department or code violations or whatever it is because her um, septic system was malfunctioning. She needed a 
what do you call it, a leech line, I think it is. And um, I told her, I said, well, I know how to put it in, but I said, I can't do all that digging by myself. So she called somebody finally, but they, um, she ignored it. Now I know she got the warrant or, or the, what do you call it, not the warrant, but the, whatever it is where you have to appear in court. I know she got it, but she said she didn't. And then so they called somebody to come and pick her up. She had to spend the night in jail and she didn't like that much either. Mm -hmm. And so she finally, real quick, because I told her, I said, you got like 90 days to get this done or you're gonna be in trouble. So real quick, she she called somebody and they came out and put out the, the they dug the line or the, they dug the hole and I got the stuff, you know, the, the material to do it with and I put most of it in. They did the connection, but I did most of that myself too. It wasn't hard, but I, I didn't have the equipment to dig the hole and stuff. So, but yeah, she, she had some problems with some people. She didn't really talk to too many people really. And she got kind of bad where she would um, have problems talking on the phone. Like if she needed to call in a prescription or something, I usually had to call a prescription in for her. I used to work for a company that was a pharmaceutical company, so I knew how to do it. I'd call in her prescriptions for her because she'd get all, I don't know, just kind of freaked out sometimes on the telephone. And she just didn't really have any close friends. Every once in a while, somebody would call Somebody, I can't remember her name, I think it was Gail, so I've never met her, but was an old friend of hers and called. And uh, she called two or three times, I think. And I said, this lady keeps calling you, you should call her and let her know like, you, that you're still around and stuff. And so, but she never did. I don't know. She just became kind of reclusive, I guess is the word. Oh. She didn't like to go to the... She didn't like to go to the store. Sometimes she'd get, it would take her a day and a half to get worked up to go to the store. She'd have to force herself. And so, and she had the ups and downs and stuff really bad, kind of sometimes pretty severe. Hmm. She would get her prescriptions and she would, I don't know if it's abuse or overuse. I don't know, either way, it's, it's not doing your prescriptions right. And she would like take it a bunch, right? As soon as she got them, like, I think it was is one of them. And then she was on a form of Xanax. And a, she stopped taking her blood pressure medication, which she wasn't supposed to do, but she did stop it. But she would use it all at once, you know, and then she'd like lay around for like three days, just lay around. And um, <clears throat> then she, suffer withdrawal. I could tell it was withdrawal because of the way she was behaving and stuff like that. And um, it was kind of, she was kind of up and down, not kind of a lot, <laughs> up and down. You said she didn't have a lot of friends. Um, I knew, I, the entire time I lived there, let me think. There was one guy was a Native American that she knew that had stayed with her at one time. I'm sorry, I don't remember his name. I just met him the one time. And he stopped by to see her, but he hadn't seen her in like more than two years at least. And um, yeah, she, and then, well, there was a neighborhood guy, but he wasn't really a friend. He was just a strange guy that used to come around once in a great while. Hmm. And a cigarette or something and then move on. But this one guy is the only one. And then, and then I, well, I did see Edward once too. Edward came there once. He wasn't, I don't think he was supposed to be there. But he showed up one night, I remember, for like a day. And he went, he showed up the day before her court date to figure out her septic system. And um, he went to court. I took her there and we went to court and he went to court. After they got out of court, 
after we got out of court and stuff, and um, they they got into it. Some, I have no idea what it was about. But it, I just, it was just like explosive, screaming and yelling and blah, blah. It was really bad. So he jumped out of the car and just left. And that's the last I've seen of him. But he did show up that one time. I don't think he was supposed to be there, but he did. What would you consider you to Elvira? A good, I was a good friend of hers. Yes. Okay. Would it be fair to say that she was mean? She was very mean. She was abusive. Was she abusive towards you? What is that? So a scar from the last time that she hit me with a folding table. Okay. <clears throat> When was that? Just before I left. And what uh, started that situation? I have no idea. She would, you'd be reading or watching TV or sleeping. She seemed to come at you when you'd be sleeping. Did you have to defend yourself against her at that point? Well, it was, she would just start going off. I, I do remember now what why I got this was because her her headphones on her computer stopped working and she listened to audiobooks constantly and she would sew and listen to audiobooks and I said well let me check your headset so I checked her headset there was nothing wrong with the headset it worked on other devices and I fiddled with it and I thought and I thought, well the connection on the on the computer is shot, maybe. But then it would go in and out and in and out and I was like So I said, Well I said let me look up something so I had a tablet, a little, you know, tablet computer. So I went and looked up troubleshooting on her model and why it would or would not possibly work. And in the meantime, she said, well, I guess I'm going to have to buy a new computer. And I said, well, that's just silly to buy a new computer when this is a very minor problem that could probably the geek squad could fix for you. I said, I, I don't know why you'd want to spend that much money on a brand new computer unless you really wanted one. I said, that's, that's just plain silly. Let me, let me look this up. And I did. I looked it up. And evidently, you can change what's called a driver on the computer. I'm not a computer nerd, but I understood what they were talking about. So I changed the driver to headset, which wasn't that difficult, and then put it in. It worked fine. And then, so I didn't know if there was any, at that moment, I didn't know if anything was wrong. Then she got up and she went to her, another easy chair, and she started to read and she said, I, she goes, I really want something soothing. And I knew she liked tapioca, but the tapioca would take a long time to soak. So I said, well, I can make you some vanilla pudding real quick. Wouldn't take, it's not, no big deal. She said, yes, please. So I made her vanilla pudding. And I served it to her and I took it to her. And nothing was, there was no problem really. You know, I didn't sense any kind of a problem. <laughs> and that afternoon, after I got through watering the garden, I was laying in bed and I was like half asleep. And I, I, I believe I had the headphones and was listening to a political show. And I hear, I hear it was just a screeching noise, and I thought, what in the world? But I didn't pay too much attention because it was intermittent, you know, kept coming and going. I thought, what? And so I sat up, and when I sat up, she came storming into the room. And um, she said something about, I can buy my own computer if I want to. And she was just yelling at the top of her lungs. And I said, well, yeah, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say you couldn't afford a computer or something. I said, that's really your business, but I'm just, I'm sorry I made that comment. And then she went on and on. And she kept, she had this bad habit of like not sticking to one thing. It was pretty erratic. You know what I mean? It would be from this side to this side to, and then, you know, and I, it was hard to make sense of it. So I would just sit there kind of like most of the time dumbfounded. And then she'd start name calling. Then she'd get in your face. She liked to poke you with her finger too. And, uh, 
she looked, she was pretty nasty that time. And then, so to tease her, I took the, the what do you call it, the tablet, and I put it on video. I thought, well, maybe she'll calm down. And I was filming her in her rage. And she did not like that at all. I meant it as a joke. It was definitely she didn't like it. And um, she got really in it. So she left, she left, and I thought, well, good, that's over. Because she calmed down and there was no problem. So then later that evening, I don't know what time it was. I know it was after dark. And I was watching a, a YouTube video of some sort. I felt this poking on my back, and sometimes the dog would come and poke you with his nose, with her nose, and I thought it was her, but it was her, and she goes, she starts, she said right away, oh, did I startle you? And she was like really, you know, sarcastic, and all this, oh God, she, just, she started going on and on about this, that, and the other, and just, I, I don't remember, to be honest with you, what all the raving was about, but it was all over the place, and then, and then so I was I went to turn around to put the what do you call it the laptop the the tablet it had a little case thing and I went to put it down and I pushed it aside to the side of the bed and uh, she grabbed it and she had a habit of destroying her own property too which is she did it with um, two, well no the second one wasn't her fault but the first one was she. Um, if I was watching TV, and especially if I had, because I, I had these wireless headphones, if I was watching TV, she would yank the TV with the wires and everything away, and she yanked it so hard that she, it fell down on the, on the top of the console that it was on, and uh, it cracked the screen just all to hell. And I was like, why are you destroying your own property? I just was like, I couldn't believe it. She did that. Well, she took the tablet this time and then threw it across the room and just shattered it. One whole side was totally shattered. This, and I was like, oh, great. And then, you know, so I wasn't going to respond to that if I could help it. And then she, uh, and I told her not to do this before. She liked to take her hands and put them around your neck or pull your, you know, your shirt or whatever like that and, and pull you in, into her face while she yelled at you. And I told her, don't do that, please. I, I said, you don't have the right to do that. That's not right. And I screamed at her once about it. I mean, I screamed at her, yelled at her, don't do that. And it didn't seem to have any effect. And this time she started it again. And she, and I turned around and I rolled up kind of like on my side and I was just like trying to ignore her while she was going on and on. The next thing I know, I hear the, the, there was a little like a TV tray, you know, a wooden TV folding tray mm -hmm. there with a fan on it. And the fan went crashing to the ground. And I didn't see her do it, but I certainly I felt it. And I turn around and there it comes crashing down on me. Oh, hit, hit my arm and my head like right there on the top and then it hit my arm and, and I was oh and she, boy she whacked me good too <laughs> she whacked me good it splintered splintered the table um, and then she grabbed um, the TV remote which was a great kind of a big affair a big thing like that that lights up and she threw that in the same direction that she which was towards the bathroom that she threw the tablet and uh, but it bounced off of an easy chair that was there, and I don't think it hurt it well. And um, so that was that event. How did you defend yourself against that? I, I, I didn't. I didn't want to hit her. Or nothing like that. I had that once. Um. Once I pushed her because she was right on top of me. I didn't push her like this, but I had my knee up, and she went into my knee, and I extended my knee, and she she went backwards into the couch. But then she seemed to get like more excited. It was like she wanted to incite you to do something, and she would just get worse when you did something like that. It was right. like ah, it was just getting. It's just it was, it was like night and day because 
the thing about it is so virile. A generous person, you know. She's a generous person. No, you know, no. She, she's she's real generous, and and you know, and and but it's like this, like yin and yang thing. I don't know how to describe it. It's like, and then um, there was always attention to it too. And one time, and well, I used to try to avoid her. What I would do is like totally remove myself. Which oh, really made her mad too when you did that. <laughs> Once she was listening into a conversation that I was having on a cell phone, and I don't know where she got the idea that I was talking about her, but she got like real paranoid. And I referred to something as stupid, but it, I didn't say Elvira is stupid or anything like that. But she went into a rage and started yelling at me while I was on the phone to this person. And the person I was on the phone with was like, what? What did you say? And I said, I don't know. <laughs> I, said, I said, but she's mad about something. I said, I better hang up. So I did. But she went into the house and she didn't say anything more after that. I think she went like, straight to bed. And I, I left my cell phone out on the, on, the, on the porch, on a table there, no coffee table. And I just forgot about it, I guess. And so the next day, I went to go get it. And um, it wasn't there. And right away, I knew she had taken it. So, <clears throat> which, really, not that big a deal, because I don't call that many people or anything. And I figured, well, she'll get over it and give it back to me or something. But another thing was she wanted you to be wrong and to apologize. And a lot of times I just wouldn't. I said, I don't see what I did wrong up here. This is, just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. I said, but whatever it is, I, I'm really sorry. Well, you're not really sorry. And I'm, you know, God, just go on and on. And so I thought, well, she'll eventually give me my phone. The next day she was real tight-lipped, but she wasn't, she wasn't yelling or anything. And then... Um, I think it was the next day after that, then she started in again. She started going on and on about how Elvira is stupid and stupid me and how could I be so stupid. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. I never referred to you as stupid, Elvira. And I said, and when you listen into a conversation and you get it wrong, I said, it just makes it even worse. I said, because I wasn't even talking about you. And uh, uh, so it oh, just didn't stop, didn't stop. So she started the physical stuff again getting in your face and things and that's the time when I yelled at her <clears throat> and I did tell her I said oh you're I said I, I screamed at her I said you have no right to touch me don't do that stop it and um <clears throat> and so, so she she stopped for a little while and so I went to the bedroom and um I closed the door and when you close the door, it means, you know, I'm not interested in dealing with it. So I, I just, but she kept opening the door and turning off the, the overhead fan, which is very childish. And then, um, uh, then she went into her bedroom where the electrical box is, the breaker box, mm -hmm. and she turned off the electricity in the bedroom which is also childish. So a lot of times instead of just talking about something and saying, well, you know, you hurt my feelings or I got the impression, she would just go off. And this was one of them, it was pretty bad. But, you know, she didn't turn off the electricity in the bathroom. <laughs> so, you know. But anyway, uh, so she kept coming back and forth, back and forth. And finally, finally I said, I'll be right enough. And so I closed the door and it didn't have a lock on it which it, it's a good thing it didn't have a lock because, I mean, that would have enraged her probably more. But anyway, I pulled the... You think she would have broken the door or something? That wouldn't have been hard, that's for sure. <laughs> but um, she's, our, I, she had slammed it. She had, a, she had a penchant for slamming doors, which always just made me, like, lose it. I would be so nervous because I can't stand that. But I, so what I did was I pulled a, a kind of a heavy desk, not too heavy, 
I pulled the heavy desk in front of the door because it opened in, so I could put the desk there. So I put the desk up there, and I put a chair against it, and I, you know, so she couldn't really get in. She could jam it a little bit, but so she was screaming through the crack, and she got tired of that. So, and then she came later and started start saying, "Do you want your phone?" You know, really sarcastic. And I said, "Where, where is my phone over here?" I said, "You know, over here, that really does not belong to me." That belongs to SafeLink, which is the company that gives them out. And I said, so, you know, that really does not, it's not my phone. I get to use it, but it's not really my phone. I said, so you really shouldn't be stealing stuff like that. And um, she wouldn't she wouldn't budge on giving it back, so I said, enough. So, so I kept the door closed, and it, she could push it open. And I think I stayed in the bedroom for... I want to say three three days solid, almost three days solid, and I went to bed literally and just slept. So you wouldn't go out to use a restroom? In the no, well, there, there was a restroom there. So in your, in your bedroom? There was a restroom in the bedroom that I slept okay. in. So and um, I didn't watch TV. I I might have listened to the radio, but but um. Several years ago, I was diagnosed, well, twice, I was diagnosed with PTSD. So, my reaction when something like that happens that doesn't make sense is to just, like, go away from it. I just don't want to, I don't want to get into it. I don't like to argue. I don't like to fight. I had enough of that when I was a kid. So, I, I've been trying to avoid it all, most of my, all of my adult life. So... Well, as mean as she sounds like nobody would blame you for defending yourself. Yeah, but you're not supposed to do that. No, but sometimes it happens, right? Well, it's a case of he said, she said, and stuff like that, I know. And, um, well, eventually she got um, mad and she called the, I, I don't know who it was, state police or the sheriff, I don't remember who it was. But a very nice, smart uh, law officer showed up, and um, he, and uh, she, uh, separated us because she kept coming in and screaming. And I said, you know, I said I, she's just been this way, and I said I just didn't want to have to deal with it, so I shut myself up in here. And uh, and I said, and I know it makes her mad, but I said I don't. I it's doesn't seem very rational. So is that why you left? Mm -hmm. That no, this no, this happened once before. This was another incident. No, it was not because of that. But why don't you tell us why you left? Anyway, she um well because but anyway the police officer um finally talked to her and he gave me back the telephone and and he told us we need to sit down and talk and so I did and she got real dramatic and she had uh, something had happened to her car she. She got in her car and she, uh, she left the keys on and the battery was dead. She said, you, you um, sabotaged my car. And I said, no, Vera, you left the keys in the car on and now your battery is dead. <laughs> I said, I didn't sabotage your car. So I called a neighbor and she came over and we uh, put the boosters on it and fixed it up and stuff like that. And she got on the phone and she was calling her son and um, saying she was going to kick me out and this, that, and the other, and blah, 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 and that I called her stupid and things like that. And he calmed her down and told her, he said, no, well, you know, you're really going to cut your own throat by doing that because, you know, he's the best person that you've ever had to stay at your house, which was nice to hear. Yeah. Because he did recognize that. So so right before you left, there was you had a yard sale? Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, she had um, some stuff that she, she wanted to get rid of, and she had kept ordering these um, things. We needed some of them, and I'd used them, and I was glad to get them, but she wanted a cordless drill, so she ordered a Makita, but it wasn't cordless. She didn't pay attention when she ordered things. And a lot of times I'd say, oh, girl, let me look at it first if you don't mind, so that we would. And she hated to send them back because it was a pain in the butt. So she, and this, it wasn't what she wanted. So, and, uh, so. So 
what, what I put the, I put that in there and I put a saw, a circular saw in there that was never used ever. Brand new? Brand new. She had one before. She loaned it to somebody. And that was, and um, after she ordered it, the guy came back and gave it to returned it. And it was like, it had like a one inch diameter bigger than this one. So this one was never used. And the other one was, I mean, it was a wonderful saw. So sold that and that, and I sold some knickknacks, a few knickknacks. And uh, stuff like that. And a couple of baskets, I think, and just a little bit, not very much stuff. Not very much stuff. Where was Elvira during the uh, yard sale? She was at home. Was she inside? Yeah. What was she doing? Sewing. Sewing? Yeah, we talked to some of the neighbors and they said that they didn't see her at the time. Well, yeah, she was there. I spoke to her on the porch, as a matter of fact. At one point, I had to ask her a question about, about, um, uh, uh, a tray, a folding tray. Now, did any of the neighbors see her that you're aware of? I don't know. I don't mean I was there, but I don't. You sold some of the tools to some of the, your, of the neighbors? Some, yeah, some guy. I think he lives next door. I don't know what his name is. So. Oh, so they're paying us. They want to have a gallery or something? Uh, yeah. Okay. She didn't help out with the yard sale at all? She chose some items. What do you mean she chose some? She chose some items to, to go for sale. Oh, okay. Because okay. she had had all these, like, tons of baskets. And then she bought a thing on Amazon again and then put it together. And it was a shelving unit that rolled and had a bunch of baskets in it. She thought she, she got that straightened out the way she wanted to. So she had a multitude of these baskets. They were, like, taking up so much room. I was hanging them from the ceiling. There were so many. And where was the dog at this time? Dog was there. What's the dog's name? Mary. Mary. Okay. Yeah, because the neighbor said that they didn't see Mary either. They were concerned over Mary because she's she's sick. Mary's she's very old. She's very old. She has. Um, she's just old. Is she on medication mm -hmm. or anything? Who would give her the medication? Uh, now that was Elvira. Okay. Almost always. Every once in a while. Like if she wouldn't get up for a few days, which wasn't that often, she was usually up every day. And no matter what she would do, she would get up usually and feed the, the animals, the cat and the dog. And then, um, and how would she do this? I mean, how much food would she give them? You know, just a little bit, she'd give them a lot. She was on a prescribed diet. So it was like, I think two scoops and then a can of Alpo, and then she'd crush up her medication and put it in. Oh, okay. And, uh, I did it a few times, not too often. She was pretty good about doing that. So. And so before you came here, you were talking about this scar. Is that right before you left? I'm sorry. This the scarf that you got on your hand, yeah. that fight that you that you guys had. Yeah. Was that right before you left to us from yes. Santa Fe yes. yes. Can we talk a little more about that? Sure. Um, so she, you said she swung and hit you with the uh, the table, mm -hmm. correct? With the little where you eat? Yeah. And what happened after that? Um, we got in, uh, we had words right after she hit me with that, on that particular, from that, the last time. And, um, uh, and I told some, I said something to her. I said, you know, that's like assault and battery over here. I said, I don't want you to go to jail. And I said, because I don't know who's going to run your house. And um, so she had, she had sat down on the couch, the little, what do you call it, bed thing across from me. She had sat down there, and then she just started calling me every name in the book and stuff like that. And so then I started to get up, and I went to pick up a plate that needed to go to the kitchen. And I went to pick up the plate and then she started in again and uh, started uh, hitting me with her fists. And then she blocked the way, she ran in front of me to the door, to the bedroom door, blocked the way. And then um, 
started taking swings at me, which she's not very good at doing. And uh, so I got enraged, and I, I pushed her back towards the center of the room to get her out of the way. I don't know if I grabbed her like this and moved her, and I said, Elvira, get out of the way. And I moved her, and at one point she went down on the floor, and we got into it, and I hit her. Uh, I hit her head, or she hit her arm when she fell, and it did not sound good. It sounded like it hurt her. And also, um, I went to tell her, get up over here, just get up. You need to leave the room. And she, she was having trouble getting up in the center, but she was just still cursing me and cursing me. And I lost it, and I, I started, and I pushed her back down onto the floor, and I hit her head several times, I know, on the floor, which was a brick floor. Do you try to stop her from talking at any time to put her hand, your hand over her mouth or no, I didn't put her, her, your hand on her neck? I, no, I didn't do that. No, but I did. I did hit her. Okay. And what happened after that? And then um, I was just so angry. Absolutely angry, angry. And um, I said, you need to go. I said, you're bleeding over here. You need to go to the um, your bathroom, and you need to uh, clean up. And she seemed a little bit stunned, but she was still just, I mean, still just really absolutely livid, <laughs> screaming and yelling at me and everything else. And um, so I told her, I, I said, now, now I've done it. I said, I, I'm going to go to jail because you made me lose my temper. And I said something like, I really don't want to go to jail over something like this over here. This is ridiculous. And I was, I was mad, but measured. I wasn't screaming or yelling or anything like that. But, um, so, but she wouldn't give up on it. She wouldn't stop. How did you get her to stop? I, she followed me into the bedroom and I went and I reached in under uh, the cushion in the, what do you call it, the folding bed, the day bed, the futon bed. And um, I pulled out a gun and when she went back to her bathroom, I pointed it at her and I told her, you need to really relax and calm down. I said, this is enough, this is over. And I kind of lost my, I don't really remember. I remember saying, this is enough, it's over. I don't remember, and I was talking at her, but I can't remember everything I said, to be honest with you. And um, so at one point she reached down and got it. She had thrown a bunch of stuff like that was on a folding tray, no, not a folding tray, just a wire shelf. She uh, kicked it, threw it all over the place and went into the bedroom and everything. And um, she grabbed a, what do you call it, a some sort of a mat, I do remember that, a shower mat or something, and um, she bent down to pick it up or something, and she went down on one knee, and when she went down on one knee, I pulled the trigger and shot her. Where'd you shoot her? In the bathroom. Do you know where it hit her? No. I did see blood coming out from around her, her neck or back of her neck or something. And I pulled the door closed and I never opened it again. How long were you there after that happened?
I didn't want to look at it. I was absolutely shocked. And you left it there? No. I, when I came to Santa Fe, I brought it with me. My intention was eventually to use it on myself. Where is it now? It's in some trees near, near the Masonic Cemetery. I think it's still there. I haven't looked at it in days. Was it hidden pretty well? Mm -hmm. yeah. Would you mind taking us out there to show us? I'll take you. Okay. So then you, uh, once this happens, you're there for about a day and a half or so, then what, what are you thinking at this point? I was thinking that I was going to try and come to Santa Fe and, no, not Santa Fe, um, Las Cruces, and I decided, well, I'll just take the gun, but I didn't want to do it there. So, okay. with what little bit of money I did have, I, I had enough for like a tank of gas and I have something like that. I came to Las Cruces. I just drove straight down. And I was going to, twice I came really close to pulling the trigger, but I didn't. What did you do with her car? It's in a pecan grove. Off of uh, Old Highway 28. Why did you leave it there? It ran out of gas and the battery was not good, so I couldn't do anything with it. Where did you go after that? Into town. And I've been hanging out ever since. Okay. Where have you been staying? Here and there, just wherever I could been staying outside. Outside mostly? Always. Always. There's no shelters or anything? I don't know. I didn't check. Okay. Do you have any questions? Recently I've come down with what I think is COPD, so I can't really walk that far without getting really tired and breathless and stuff, so it's amazing I was able to make it into town. Okay. Can you give us just a minute? Be with back, right back with you. Of course. Thank
form here is uh, advice of rights. Um, do you do you know how to read? Okay. Uh, so this just explains your rights to you um, from this point forward, and um, I'd just like you to read it over, and then we'll fill in this stuff if you agree to it. Would you like us to read it to you? No, I can. You have a hard time seeing that? Or? Yeah. If you decide to answer questions now without a lawyer present, you will still have the right to stop answering any time. Susan, 
You know, it's the first and only time I ever shot it. I didn't even know if it would work, to be honest with you. But anyway, evidently it did. And then it has a little thing on the side where you pull it and then you push out the little, because I did look at it after I fired it and that, well, I'll have to show you. Because I have no idea what kind of so I don't know the caliber. I don't know anything, and I know that the it must be kind of old or something because it's the the wood on the handle is got a little cracked. So when you found it, then it was not loaded. Yes, it was loaded. It was loaded, and there were there was like a a little box that had a bunch of bullets in it too. Okay. At one time, I threw, I think I threw that out. Yeah, I, I know I did. You didn't remove anything from the gun after you fired it? I pushed that little cap out, whatever that little brass part is that's left. Okay. I, pu I pushed it out at one point. And where did that go, do you know? I have no idea. I honestly can't remember. I would tell you if I knew, but I can't. It must—it must have been a, at least. Yeah. I'm sorry, I can't. I don't remember a lot after um, the first day. I think when I wrapped it up in the in a bag, I, that's when I pushed that little part out. But I don't. I don't know where the part would be. I'm sorry. Oh, would you be willing to take us out there now? Yes, sir. I will but take you there. Thank you. You can walk between your soda and your candy with you. Oh. 